Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We did a great one. Paul Swanson had it just, just, just had a great one before. Um... We're just, we're just going on informal conversations, talking with some of the best people. And obviously, Spencer Lee, we know he's the best in the business. All right, here he is. Spencer? Hey. What's up? How you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. I was saying, have you, have you ever used this before? It's like my first week ever using it. Uh, I, I've gone live like maybe twice. <laughs> How's everything been? Good. Pretty good. How are you? Good. Good. Trying to stay safe. I'm here in like the Corona capital of the U.S. I'm in New York City. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's not bad <laughs> yeah. out in Iowa. It's not bad. Yeah. yeah. Are most of the guys still on campus? Uh, I, don't, I mean, somewhat. We all live like in the same area, so. There's a lot of guys still here. Um, some people may, may have went home, but not many. So, yeah, crazy everything going on. What's what's been like over there in Iowa? What have you guys been up to? Well, we're not really allowed to like Carver's closed, so like we can't like work out there. So everything's kind of on our own, which is kind of rough. But yeah. you know, we're doing what we can, and you know, running and whatever you can do, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, how do you st- how do you stay on track? I mean, especially you know after everything with the NCAA's being shut down and now the Olympics, it's like, what do you do to stay on track both physically and mentally? What, I mean, you just gotta to- you just gotta focus on what's next. You know, like as soon as uh, NCAA's was canceled, I was getting ready for uh, you know the Olympic trials, and then as soon as Olympic trials were canceled, it's kind of like, all right, let's get focused on staying healthy and you know yeah. working out and be ready for what's next, right? Yeah, I mean, that's all you could really do. I mean, I think, do, do you think of, like, what are some other areas of my game that I could work that maybe, not being neglected, but maybe it's like, okay, well, now's a good time to work on this area that maybe hasn't been as developed? Well, I mean, I think a big part of this is, like, doing, like, reps in your head, kind of what we talk about. You know, since we can't really be on the mat. So, you know, you can do, like, Terry always said, you can do seven times more reps on in your head than you could on the mat. 
Right. And so, you know, we're just working on things that you're, uh, you know, you, you want to work on, but like you can't end them on the mat. So it's just, well, it's all you really can do. Watch a lot of film. I watch a lot of film. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Arsen Fitzayev. He shoots a lot of like dump kind of things and yeah. he has some funky stuff from back when he wrestled. So pretty cool. He's a, he's a scoring machine. He was, yeah. <laughs> so you can start. What, what's, what's that shot that he has? That one shot that he hits on like a, it's a dump, right? Yeah, it's a dump. He picks, he's, he, he like picks it up and then he kind of goes sideways with it. Flips you. It's kind of odd. He even and sometimes he'll pick you straight up and then go backwards. He's kind of a freak, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> he's still coaching, right? Or no, he's a political. Is, that? is he? Is he still coaching, or he's now a political figure over there? I'm pretty sure he's a political figure. <laughs> they all they all end up like that. <laughs> they get hooked up with nice government jobs after. Yeah, they do. They get a pension and a nice government job. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Has have the coaches been staying connected with the guys? Do you guys do any kind of like team meetings together? Or uh, we'll have like Zoom chats with the team yeah. just to give updates on like what they've talked about with like their administration or, you know, things like that. But yeah, you know, I mean, the guys are all we all live right right. So if you want to hang out, we could. But you know, we're all yeah. being smart and try not to, you know, get get sick or anything. Did it, did they give you ideas of how to train? That was my son in the background, by the way. He says hello. Awesome. So. <laughs> He was, he was, so he was born, he's, he's one, he was born last year, March 8th. That was uh, during the Big Ten. And after, oh, wow. after I had him on my lap, he was two days old. He was watching you run a bar on a guy. So <laughs> that, was, You'll learn, huh? <laughs> that was his first match he was watching. That's so, awesome. Yep, I was in the hospital with him, Mount Sinai, Midtown Manhattan, right down the road. But, uh, yes, yeah, so, so do, do the coaches give you guys, like, set workouts to do now, or is it just kind of like you guys know what you're supposed to be doing? Well, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, if you call them, they'll they'll help you out, you know. But it's it's kind of a tough time now because we don't really know when we're going to compete next. Yeah, there's not really nothing on the map, you know. So like, you know, it's April, and the next time we might compete might be November. Right. You know? So it's it's a little hard to like be like, all right, you need to do this and this and this. It's just like, hey, what do you? They're kind of like, well, if you if you think you need this, then do it, you know. But stay healthy, stay stay safe, you know. Don't be stupid, and you know, get what you need kind of what we're going on right now yeah yeah so that'd be good those that those are good thoughts so i guess middle what would you say like maybe a middle school kid what should a middle school kid be thinking now what should what should a high school kid be thinking now well, it should the be middle, the same thing what's that it should be the same thing you know what's what's best what's next well what can you do like like let, let's say you look back on matches maybe there are things you need to improve on that you can rewatch and that you can uh you know you know, do do mental reps in your head, or or watch other people that you think that could you know help you improve on your game. And I mean, if you need strength training, if that's a thing that you need, is if it's cardio, if it's muscle endurance, you know, there are things that you can do right now, you know, to an extent, right? I mean, not everything's open, but you know, you can always find ways to improve. Yeah, so. and when you're watching your own matches and you're analyzing the film, you're you're going to be seeing, okay, this is what I'm doing well, this is what I need to work on. I guess how do you how do you kind of balance that? We were talking to, um, with Ben Askren about this today, making sure that you're always staying optimistic. Like I, I can succeed, like I am doing well, but at the same time, there's a lot I have to work on. How do you balance that? Maybe with watching film, that was something that I think throughout my career was always here's another mistake, here's another mistake, but also you got to remind yourself this is good, this is working. What do you what do you mm -hmm. do to keep that balance while you're? Uh, well, I may not be the best person to ask that because I don't really watch myself wrestle. Um, I hate watching yeah. 
I just don't do it. I don't watch film on myself. Uh, everyone else has like after a match, you know, they got times with the coaches and and they watch film. Me, I walk in. Terry has a clip for fifteen seconds that he liked, and then we move on. <laughs> and then I'm out. That's me. Um, whether I pin the guy or it was a decision win or attack or whatever, and he, he finds like fifteen to twenty seconds, and he's like, "You got it right in your head." Boom, done. That's it. You know, that's how I am. I'm, I think about everything so much that, like, if he continues, you know, adding more and more and more and more when he thinks it's maybe unnecessary, then I might go a little cuckoo, you know, thinking about it. So he finds what he thinks is the most important. And, you know, they'll kind of just shoot at me at practice, you know, this, 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 and then it's in my head and I'm, I'm moving and I'm getting ready for, uh, you know, improvement. Yeah. That's, that's a really good coach being able to see that, to, to be able to tell, like, oh, this, maybe this kid's prone to, like, thinking about it too much. So let's just give him what he needs and then pull out. Whereas maybe yep. another, another wrestler may get insulted with that, right? They might want that. Yeah, well, like, like uh, DeSanto, he wants to watch his whole match. You know, he, yeah. wants, he wants to know everything, you know. Uh, I'm very different. So pe people just think um, differently. You know, we're both very similar guys. But when it comes to, like, film, we're different. So, yeah. Now, who's usually – um. Who are you usually working out with? I mean, is he like your your normal drill buddy or people? Or? Uh, um, I mean, I worked out most. I mean, my my was Paul Glenn probably who I work out with the most in the year. Um, Teasdale sometimes a lot too. Um, DeSanto is more like a once a week guy. He's always got his partners lined up. I'm kind of a come into practice like, hey Terry, who should I go with? <laughs> kind of guy, but uh, <laughs> it's kind of my own problem. But you should always get your partners ahead of time. But uh. <laughs> Yeah, so. No, it's, you know, there's got to be a little Different. bit there because, yeah, like, yes, I'm all about planning, right? You do want to plan yeah. your best and everything. But on the other hand, if that's if that's going to be something that drives you crazy or you're going to be then overthinking a lot, okay, I got to plan this, I got sometimes that may suck the joy out of it. So you have to almost feel like how do you, how do you balance those kind of two things, you know? Like, yeah, I, I totally I, agree. Lines up for me. I think that, for me, that wouldn't be as fun. I don't know. Yeah, well. I just didn't like – I don't like the fact thinking, like, okay, well, I got Clark on Monday, I got Gilbert on Tuesday, I got Sito on Wednesday. Like, I'm kind of like the guy who's, like – like, I'm a guy that, like, uh, I need to get ready for practice, you know. You know, I'm I'm very high-octane, and, you know, I just got to be able to get, uh, like, you know, in shape, really. So I just got to – that's pretty much my big thing is stay in shape and muscle endurance and, you know, mindset is big for me. Staying positive is a big thing. I would – that's that's my biggest thing. Uh, I would tell everyone to stay positive. Yeah, so it's how I am. <laughs> yeah, no, obviously we left it at Big Ten when they said, "What makes the difference?" And you said mindset. I'm like, yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's just positivity. You know, if I was just like, like maybe this is an extreme example. Let's say I was mad at Tech Fall Hib, uh, you know, whatever, sixteen at two or something. I think I, I don't even know, but I. I what if I'm thinking about that the whole time? My mind, as soon as that match is over, was like, all right, Nationals. You know, everyone's like, how happy are you to win Big Tens? First time ever winning Big Tens. How do you feel? I'm like, uh, I'm ready for Nationals. You know, that, that that's how I was. And uh, I don't think I'll ever change. Yeah. So. Well, it's just, it's just the next task at hand, right? What's the next thing? Yeah. Well, the next thing. And if, you're, and if you're living like that, as long as you're being prepared for everything, that's a great place to be as opposed to kind of like settling in on the past. I feel like yeah. that was because now, obviously, wrestling career being done, me and my brother, right? So now yeah. we're taking everything that we had there, and now we're applying that to business. And it's like, okay, maybe you had a good day. Maybe you didn't have a good day. What's the next thing, right? 
So uh, with positivity, that's a big thing. And a lot of people throw that word around, like, yeah, you got to be positive. And it's like people think it's all, you know, everyone holds hands in the and sings kumbaya. But being positive is a tough thing. Like you said, what do you, so like, what, what are some of the things you would tell yourself or do to remain positive, even if you didn't have a good day? What do you, like, where do you, like talking to yourself, visualization, what, what is it? Um, I think, I think just having a good, good, like support group, you know, people telling you over and over again, like, it's good. You're fine. Like that helped me a lot. Um, like I'll be very, like, maybe I wouldn't say negative, but like not, not as positive as you should be. And then Terry's like, think about what you did good today. Like, what'd you do good today? Instead of focusing on the one bad thing that happened. And you know, that's what you, that's, you know, you gotta like bring yourself back. You know, you gotta, you know, they always have things, you know, Tom and Terry always had things where, it was, they, it was like their their comeback point, like whether it was like a point that you look at on your on your body, and you like you're right in your back, you know. So you just gotta um, train yourself to knowing that like once you look there, like your your you know how it is. It's like a if you had like a comeback. Let's say your comeback point was like looking at your your thumb, yeah. you know, for an example, and like you're kind of freaking out. Then you look, and then if you do it over and over again, every time that you're like freaking out, eventually when you look at your thumb, you're gonna be you're gonna right. calm down. You know, there are things that you can do like that. You know. And yeah. we, we have like a, you know, mental toughness uh, routine that all the guys have, you know, we call it 10 minute toughness. And it's really, really, uh, really a, a big, big deal for us. And, you know, we, we push that a lot and everyone on the team has it, you know, we have, we have a pamphlet, you know, I don't even know where mine is. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, it's great stuff. And like you said, that like, that's one of the things that we talk about. We call it a reset button, right? Everyone has something, whatever we're calling. Oh, there it is. Yep, that's the toughness. There it is. So you had there, you were prepared. Yeah, that's well, toughness routine. Process goals, product goals, you know. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of guys, you know, we talk about that, having a, the process versus outcome goals. Obviously, both are important, but most of the time, you're focusing on what's in your control. You don't have direct control of that, that championship. Right? You have control over what's right in front of you. And like you said about having, like for our guys, we tell them you got to make sure you have a reset button. So what are you telling yourself? Ref makes a bad call. What's your, what's your reset, right? What do you tell yourself? Your opponent takes a cheap shot, does something dirty, same kind of thing, right? You're, you're winning by a point with 30 seconds left. What were you going to say? Uh, it just makes me laugh because like, I don't really get frustrated by any of that. You know, yeah. in the middle of my match, like I could, the guy could probably punch me in the face and I think I would just run to the middle. <laughs> like I wouldn't be like, Double I would, I, I've never like shoved someone. I've never like, I'm just like all I'm focused on is like the match. Once that whistle blows, like, like if the ref makes a bad call, like I kind of just look at Tom and Terry and they go, "You're good," and I'm like, "Okay, I'm good." And I just don't even think about it, you know. So I've always yeah. been kind of—I I might have had a problem with that, like in high school. So I don't really know what changed. Um, I feel like uh, maybe that was arrogance. I don't know. I don't. Know how to, I don't want to like put myself yeah. down, but but uh, I think it was more like respecting everyone and then like knowing that uh, you can't you can like control what you can control. And I could, if I can't control what the ref does, then I can, I can control what's going to happen next by scoring points and continuing to score points. So that's just kind of how I've always been. Yeah, yeah. No, a lot of times, unfortunately, it's, a, it's one of those long processes of trial and error. Like it happens, you make the mistake over and over, and finally throw your hands up and say, well, the heck with it. This is all I control. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Right, right? I mean, yeah. you, just can't, you can't freak out about it. You know, once you start freaking out, then you're not focused. And, and uh, things, but, you know, but, when you're not focused, things go bad, right? So. But it, it messed up so many guys. A lot of guys we talked to, even at the even at the college, even Olympic level, where they're set, they're coming to us saying like that's what's throwing them off. 
and it's years of practice that go down the drain once, oh, they weren't expecting to get taken down first and they, don't, they, didn't, they weren't planning for it or, you know, whatever might happen. They just didn't have that plan for it. Or like they have a lead with short time left and they totally change up their strategy and then guy gets taken down. So, yeah, that's, that's interesting, you know. I mean, I don't know if I've ever been taken down in the first period first my entire college career. I don't know if that's ever happened. So awesome. I, don't, I don't think that I would have cared because yeah. you know, all Terry would have said was get out and take him down back. That's all you got to think about, you know. Can't worry about it. But yeah, I, I don't think I have. I've been taken down before I got taken down. My freshman year, I did that. Tom yep. but but uh, but that uh, ability, that ability to stay in the present moment. That I hope that the people watching, like when they, when you think about that, that that is such a strength that if you know a lot of people, they might have that more naturally than others, or maybe they yeah. went through the process of trial and error, or like maybe they're going through our program, we're teaching them how to do it. Whatever it is, that's that's a massive strength. Just like having you know, really good takedown, or really good, you know, really strong in one of your muscles, like having that mental muscle there is like, that. that's big. That's, that's, mm -hmm. a, that would be one of the key things that would make you special. And I think like a lot of the top guys, a lot of times we overlook that. We just look in terms of like your talent or a certain shot that they have. And we don't always look because we can't see our mindset, but you can see it because you can see a guy is staying consistent the whole time, which is big. I you know, agree. you know, a lot of, a lot of people don't realize the reason why we keep, why we have the black and gold. That's not by mistake because <laughs> we grew we grew up watching. Uh, our coaches had us watching Competitor Supreme, uh, you know the Gable mm -hmm. and um, the season. I think that was the two thousand one two thousand two season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we cool. so we we made our colors originally the Iowa colors, and I don't think we really ever told anyone that. But the time it was really clear, awesome. at the time where it was where it became really clear, um, Iowa came to Rutgers, and yeah. you know. And, and, you know, we're working with Kemmer and everything like that. And um, great guy. And we're, we're here with our mindset shirts. We're here with our mindset shirts on. And all of, and I went to Rutgers for three years before I transferred to UPenn. My brother yeah. was at Rutgers all five years. So we're around all Rutgers. And and my, my family comes in with the black and yellow. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, I'm going to find out right now. This is where we, this is why we picked these colors. Because we were, we were always like, we wanted to have that Hawkeye mentality. Even my, I just made a book. I wasn't planning on pulling this out, but our, even our spiritual strength book, Building Athletes for Christ, black and yellow. I wanted to keep that whole theme of black and yellow because I think that's awesome. the and, and I mean, for, for me, with building our program, I would look at the stuff that Gable was saying and brands just watching those different clips from them. And I tried to put together a program that was built on the Hawkeye mentality. And I remember... Um, Brand's chewing out Mako after winning his first Midlands title in the season, if you remember that. And he's like, clock watcher. Can't be a clock watcher. You're watching the clock the whole third period. Chewed him out right after winning the Midlands as a freshman. And I said, you know, that's, that's a special thing right there. That's what separates this coach from other coaches who, even though his athlete as a freshman won it, he was focused on the process. He was focusing on the things he could control. That's big to me. Uh, I mean, the process is the whole thing with those guys. Just it's it's not like one match has defined you. It's just, it's a whole whole season of of learning and getting ready for like you know what's what's yeah. next best thing, which is always the next thing, right? So yeah, no, absolutely. That's what, and always everything we say about like the whole predator mindset, like focusing on what you could control. That's mm -hmm. what you could, so that's what you do. And if the best you could take is third, you get third. If the best you could take is seventh, you take seventh, right? Yep. So, so no, exactly. That's, yeah, that's no, that 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 that's awesome stuff.
What What are some other things? What do you guys do in terms of any, any other like tips or anything you do over there with just peak performance that given getting to relax under pressure, focus on the right things before you go out there? Is there anything? Uh, I mean, just, you know, we have routines that like from the, our, our manual, um, that people do before matches. Uh, I, I'm not like a 10 minute get ready for a match guy. I'm, I, I have to be relaxed. Um, I'm not a guy that gets fired up or hype or anything for any match. Yeah. It's just not who I am and how I'll never, I'll never be that way. Some guys might get super fired up. Um, like Cole Ott, for example, he said he didn't need anyone to fire him up because he was already fired up enough and needed a calm coach in the corner. I'm so calm. I need a crazy coach in the corner because I want to like, I want to be able to hear him. I want to be able to, you know, like if I if the whole arena is loud and Terry speaks, I hear Terry. It's just it's just I only hear you know he's the only voice I hear, you know. And sometimes Jacob Warner, but uh, <laughs> just joking. but uh, yeah, I just like having a little routine before the match. Um, like me, I always tell myself uh, hard, smart, take down a turn. You know, like it's just my how I wrestle. You know, everything to me is to score points. I don't take down a take down, take down to turn you, and then it's maybe I cut you, I take it down again to turn you. You know, you know, you get two takedowns of turns. That's it's twelve one. You know. Match is yeah. almost over. So, right. you know, that's kind of how that's how I am, how I think. And, you know, everyone has different things. Um, every guy has a different routine. It's just you got to find that routine. And, and once you find it, you got to perfect it. And it never and it's never perfected ever. You know, you'll never perfect it. It's just always improving based on how you feel, like, you know, um, what tournament you're at. Everything's just different, like the environment that you're at. It's just, you know, if you're overseas, it might be different because you don't have the same things that you're used to that you might have in America, you know. So you don't have the same food, the same, you know, but you got to find things that are similar. Like whenever I went overseas, you know, my dad was the guy that always got the stuff. Like I liked, I liked pasta the night before, so my dad made sure I had pasta the night before. You know, just things like little things like that that like made you comfortable, you know. Or like maybe you wear the same shoes every match or something, you know. Like things that like little things that you might not think make a difference, but like they kind of calm you and. You know, maybe, but at the end of the day, as Terry Brand says that none of that matters. All that matters is the work you put in and going out there and wrestle. So, like, things may matter to you maybe a little bit mentally, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter as long as you're ready to go and your mind's sharp and you're focused, so. That's that's right. Yeah, because it's like, okay, yeah, maybe that day, maybe you had a good warm-up, maybe you didn't, maybe you ate the food you liked, maybe mm -hmm. you didn't. But at the end of the day, you know, are you going to shoot or not out there? Are you going to go for yeah. the top? It's like it doesn't really make a difference. You put all the preparation in the bank. Exactly. Now, I, I got one that was just popping in my head while you were speaking. That good, good question. Uh, energy management in between rounds of tournaments. Like you said, there's different parameters. If there's mm -hmm. a tournament, that's a certain parameter. Now, three days at the NCAA's, that's a unique thing. Now, over, now if you're, you're doing a two-day tournament. It's like, how do you, how do you manage it in between rounds? Let's start with that. Uh, one that I'll well, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. It's a little different, though. Because NCAA tournament is the easiest tournament you'll ever wrestle in if you don't lose. Yeah. Because you wrestle in the morning, then you wrestle 13, 12, 13 hours later at night, and then you wrestle the next day in the morning, then you wrestle late at night, and then you wrestle late at night. So, like, if you don't lose, it's an easy tournament. If you lose, you're, like, all day, man. Like, like I, I, had, I had teammates come back at, like, 1130, and then they had to cut weight. They're running on the treadmill, you know, yeah. and they're done it you know, 1230 at night, and I've been in bed since 10, you know, like, so just like, but I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not saying like, you have to win, you have to win. I'm just saying that like, you got to know what you're getting into. Like, as soon as that match was over, and they lost, they they didn't, they weren't down, they weren't upset. And it, immediately, it was like, I gotta make weight, I gotta get rest. 
and I got to get ready to get up in the morning so I can make weight and get ready for the next thing. You know, and I think that's like a really, really big deal for, uh, you know, it shows a lot of like, I, I wouldn't want any of my teammates to lose, but it shows how like, you know, how, how they're taught the mind and heart, you know, you know, and I always feel bad. Like I, I, I like, I want to help them, you know, but I can't, I got to get ready for myself. And, you know, it's, it's hard, but you know, that, that's big deal to me. Just like that, being able to like sw turn that switch on to change and, and be able to move on to the, what's next, you know? Yeah. I guess the other thing though, the mental parameters there though, where you haven't wrestled the whole day. I mean, what do, what do you think? So if there's a match in the morning, match at, match at night, what are you doing in between? What are you not doing in between? Um, I've heard Jordan Burroughs for the more wrestling he watches during the day at a tournament, the more nervous he gets. I guess that's different mm -hmm. for each athlete, obviously. Oh, I can see that. What are, what, like, do, do you want to get away from things? Do you want to get some well, Our coaches believe as soon as you're done, get out. You know, because we're very, like, our team is very close. So we are into every single match our team's in. So, like, if a guy's wrestling that match is close, like, we're, like, into it, you know? And then you're not worried about yourself. Like, team titles come from individuals being selfish and doing their job, even though we all want our, to support our team and watch them. You know, like, I'm back at the hotel maybe watching a little bit, or maybe I don't want to watch it because I might, be, you know, I might, gotta, you know, I want to take a nap. So maybe I'll just watch on Twitter, like, updates that we have, and then, you know, I'll take a nap or something. You know, I just don't – I'm a guy who could watch the matches because I get fired up, but, like, I've never felt like it bothered me. But it's probably because I'm the first match, you know. But, like, if you're a guy like, like uh, maybe Warner, and he's, like, super into our matches at dual meets, like, he's just, like, he's the biggest supporter of us as, as a teammate. And the next thing you know it, like, he's up in two matches, but he's been yelling the whole time. You know, he hasn't gotten his, his routine may have got changed. You know, so sometimes you got to learn when to, like, boom, you got to relax. And, like, he, he, did, he changed in the middle of the year. Instead of cheering us on till the, the break and then Marinelli, boom, 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 he was already up there, you know, just relaxing, watching on TV. But it's different when you're not in Carver, you know. Carver is electric and it's loud and the fans are super loud, you know, and you get into it, you know, like at Penn State, we're all, yeah, you saw me, I was going crazy too, but I couldn't imagine I, if that was me and I hadn't wrestled yet, I'd be, I would have been up in the room, you know, yeah. it would have been, because I, I, I just, I got to focus on myself, no matter who I was wrestling, didn't matter if the guy was the, you know, worst in the Big Ten or if he was number one in the Big Ten, it didn't matter, you know, I would have been up there and I would have been relaxed and getting ready for my match, Yeah. you know, because that's, that's just how you got to be for every single match. So, yeah, no, that, that's changes. That, that's really big, and that that's yet another Hawkeye philosophy that I've learned from watching the brand's interviews and everything that we built in originally when we put this whole thing together. That everyone has to themselves because we yeah. have a lot of wrestlers that they're looking up at the team score, they're watching their teammate. I mean, when I was in high school, my brother was a 103 pounder, I was a 140 pounder. Yeah, now, for him, I'm wrestling a match before I'm actually stepping out there to compete. Well, what good is Absolutely. That? So all the energy is is draining out of you. And you know how if there's like an upset right before you, you feel that in your stomach, you know? Mm -hmm. So I felt like, like a lot of times guys don't need that. Um, and then also, how about what's the mentality knowing, okay, I just have one more match tomorrow and it's at night. So like NCAAs, you just won the, you just went in the semis and now it's like, okay, you have a full day to think about it. Whereas I would think right. it's a lot easier when you're going boom, 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 and then you have the finals match. For now sure. you're in your head. Uh, well, like, the biggest thing would be probably just, like, relax and fuel. You know, make sure you're ready. Keep fueling, keep sipping water. Hydration is key on a long day like that. You know, you still got to make weight in the morning. Um, like, I, I don't really cut that much weight, so, like, I w I'm never worried about that. So, you know, just doing kind of the normal things and just fueling and eating and drinking and then uh, taking a nap and just 
know, I always shower after that just to wake myself up. And then I go over early and I always, you know, I got to get my knee taped and all that stuff and get ready for, uh, you know, just, I just got to relax, you know, because me, I need, I need like 10, 12 minutes, hard blowout warm up and I'm ready to go. Like I'm good. And then I'm, I, I'm getting the rest of my whole life. So I'm used, you know, I know what to do. Will you, will you get a match in or no, you just blow out the lungs? No, I just blow it out. Cause, cause, uh, you got to blow it out of you because you haven't, you know, had a match yet, but I'm not a guy who needs a match in the morning and then blow it out again. I just, I, I tried that, um, my freshman, sophomore year, but it just wasn't, it wasn't me. You know, the coaches realized that when like, I'm a guy who doesn't really cut weight. So they would make me eat and drink before weigh-ins to, to warm up and then weigh in. And then, then like, you're now you're at the arena you know you like do you go back you know just we had a routine you know it's so like me i wake up on weight now then i eat and drink for like a day like that and then i if some guys they might need to get warm up in like a kemmer he probably gets a warm up in beforehand you know just different than me me i just i blow it out um i'll be breaking a sweat and i'm so hydrated because i'm not like i said i'm not really cutting weights so like i'm not like cutting water or anything then i'll be sweating all the way until i get to the mat pretty much you know, and then I sit down and I just relax. Have you ever seen me before a match? I'm sitting down. Yeah. You know, I'm not bouncing around or anything. I'm sitting down in a chair like this. And Terry's probably just like doing whatever, pushing me, you know, rubbing my back or like my hair or something, you know. So just a little different. But I'm different. I'm not like the other guys on my team. I'm the only one who does stuff like that. So. Yeah. Well, there's no, there's no cookie cutter answer of how to deal with each and every kid like of course we have a program so naturally what we try to do is you got to standardize it, otherwise you don't yeah. have to, right? but, then <laughs> top, but then on top of that once you actually work with the kid you're saying okay so what works for you like you probably have some guys in your team where they will do a full match and yep. they might need that full match yeah absolutely i agree and then and then and, and then there are a lot of guys listening to music because a lot of times i've seen guys that listen to too hard of music music that gets them too mm. fired up better off listening to a song that makes them smile or laugh. Like, I like the Pokemon thing because in my <laughs> mind, that's perfect because now you're going out there with a good feel. It's an upbeat song, but you're still reminding yourself this isn't life or, or life or death. Yeah, I probably would have, I probably would have went out to like Fur Elise this year. Really? Some piano. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't need music. I don't get fired up. Music doesn't fire me up for a match because I'm too, I'm too, I'm too like, I'm too relaxed, too nervous even, you know? You know, I use that nervous energy positively. So, like, it's just uh, I'm a little different. Like, I wouldn't want, like, a like a hard right. fire, you know, just not who I am. Like, I don't think I've, in my entire life, I don't think I've ever listened to music before a match. Yeah. Ever. Right. So. Yeah. You know, it's it's finding out what works for you. And that's what we're, I mean, how did you, how did you come to that process of finding, like, hey, this works for me, this doesn't work for me? I know, like, years <laughs> experience is the easiest yeah but you know trial and error I, I just knew that like i listen to music a lot like my my teammates will joke that uh i will always have headphones on but it's probably because like i'm kind of a loner so like i uh i'm walking around campus i probably just don't want people saying hi to me or anything i just want to get to my class and get done with that and then get ready for practice you know but so like before like i, I walk into the arenas with music on and stuff but like my music's very happy like you know happy go go whatever you know not fired up kind of music it's just not what i listen to and uh i always i just realized that i didn't need it before batches all i needed was you know slap my coach's hand and for him to tell me you know no one works harder than you in the world or something or you know whatever they want to say and then boom yeah. but so yeah 
how do you, and I guess just another thought, just I've always, I've always thought, how do you like, like mentally just knowing, going up against someone who's really good, because of course you're going up against really good opponents, even though you're putting up big numbers against them, saying to yourself, like, I could still beat this guy very bad. Like he's good. If I had a bad day, I could lose, but I could still beat this guy really bad. Like mentally being able to tell ourselves that against a solid opponent. I mean, if I had a really bad day, I don't believe sense? anyone could beat me. Even if I was having yeah. a bad day, I don't believe anyone could beat me. That's that's just how, on my worst day, that's what Tom Brands always says. He goes, that guy, he could beat me on my worst day because that's how you got to believe. You know, even if you're wrestling your worst, it's still got to be, like, your worst has got to be at a certain point, you know? That's, that's how they kind of yeah. talk. Because it shouldn't matter, you know? If you're hurt, right. sick, whatever, that's why you'll never hear me make an excuse if, I, if I'm hurt or sick because it doesn't matter. Because, you know, the only way... I would ever say an injury matters is if you physically cannot wrestle. Like if it could be life or death or you could be paralyzed or something, then, then maybe, you know, that's for sure. But if it's like, just like, you know, blowing a shoulder out or something, if you can wrestle with it, then finish the match, you know, but if it's something that's not the best thing for you, you're, right. you're tra you should have a relationship with your trainer. Like me and my trainer, Jesse Donnerworth, he's the man. He's the reason I'm able to compete these seasons, you know, and he, we have, you know, his relationship with all of us, you know, he, we would know if we cannot compete just by the way he would speak to us, you know. Yeah. So it just it's a little different, but we found I found I mean I'm 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 I am blessed to have him as a trainer. Um, he's the best trainer in the in the whole country, I believe, and uh, you know that's just I'm, I'm just lucky. So that's, that's awesome. I, mean, I guess what does yeah. he have? What does he have you guys doing? Like prehab stuff in between rehab? He's just he's 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 like a coach. He he's just like a coach. Um, he knows wrestling. He knows what's best for you, and he has an individual thing for everyone. It's not like, oh, your knees hurt. Uh, here's the bands, and here's this. It's like he looks at you. How do you feel? What are you feeling like? What do you think you can do today? And then you tell him, and then he tells you what he thinks you should do today. But he wants to know what you think, you know. Or he's like, you know, today you can drill today, no lie. And I want you to go with this guy as a partner. Like that's how that's how much he knows, you know. That's how, that's how that's how like lucky we are. You know, I'm not saying every program doesn't have that or may not or may have that. I don't know. But I just know that we're lucky because like, I go up to him and he, he's got a plan. And we or if he doesn't, we're going to make a plan together. and We're going to figure it out. And it's just, you know, he's 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 a big mindset guy, too. So, yeah, no, that's, mm -hmm. that's phenomenal. How did you feel in high school? Did you feel like you had like that good support staff? Like I know at Iowa, you got all these great people around you. Kind of <laughs> cool. uh, I mean, and, and, and I had great coaching staff in high school, like some of the best ever. But it, it's just – you don't have the the support network that you have at Iowa. Uh, it's just different. You know, the guys on the team, like, to, I was a little – you know, I couldn't, I couldn't like, pair myself to any of them because, you know, they had different priorities, most of them, than I did. And, you know, it's high school still, you know. Not, yeah. not like – it's not your job. Yeah. You know, high school teachers, if you had to miss, like, a class, they were kind of mad at you, you know. Teachers here, they're like, awesome, we'll get you the work. Let's get it done. Let's figure it out, you know. Which is kind of nice, uh, but fortunately, most of the wrestlers aren't dealing with that kind of situation. Like, yeah, but yeah. the only you and maybe one other guy, maybe it's just yourself that's the only serious wrestler there. You don't have, yeah. the you don't have the coaches, yet you still have the aspirations to get it done at a high level. It's tough. It is. It's. I mean, high school is tough, man. I don't. I don't. I don't miss my high school days at all. Um, <laughs> not at all. Uh, stupid, but uh. Just different level, different. You know, it's nice being around people with high level mentalities as well. That's, yeah, that's yeah. such a big difference. 
I was I was going to say like when you're walk when you're walking in a room you have a lot of guys who people who've won world championships and people who are aspiring to win world championships it becomes par for the course they're like the bar yeah. is just raised the bar is nuts here the bar is Tom Brands yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's about as high even higher there. than that what that's that's as high of a bar as you could set there I don't know the only thing he could he could have done was maybe go one more Olympic gold medal and win nationals as a freshman that's about you know. And then he win worlds every year he did. But other than that, I don't know how much else he could do. He teched the guy in the Olympic finals, right? I don't know if he teched him. I think it was like 9-0. 8-0. But he kicked his butt. <laughs> it was a beatdown. Oh, yeah. I don't think he – I don't know if he got scored on in the finals. No, he didn't. Maybe, maybe one point in the whole tournament. I don't know. No, he's – 1996 Tom Brands, not Tom Brands. I don't think anyone wants to wrestle. <laughs> scary Tom Brands. Definitely not. No, that's crazy. No, that's great. That's great stuff. And it's it's nice to hear, like your you know, your viewpoint and everything. It's just very refreshing because a lot of guys don't fit that kind of mold. Like they get they get themselves mm -hmm. up. And I think a lot of guys need to hear that this that this is such an individual sport that you need to know what works for you. It's not mm -hmm. just oh copy the monkey where you see this one guy they're very successful they get real fired up so you got to do that nor does it necessarily mean your way is what's going to work for them. But just, I think them thinking about it, that there are multiple ways to approach this and you might think you're helping yourself, but you might be hurting yourself. Like me, I'm always a high energy guy. I'm high energy at 35 and at 15, I was nuts. Right. I didn't, to, I didn't need to be listening to Tupac or Eminem before I competed. Well, that would have been helpful to know. That. Yeah. Now, right. <laughs> <laughs> that, but, that would, but no one told me that in high school. Yeah. I thought you needed to be listening to Eye of the Tiger and Rocky in order to be successful. So that's what I'm listening to before my matches. And I'd get stressed out. And in college, I had to change it up and do something to remind myself to have fun. So we tell our yeah. guys, pick one small thing you do to, to keep it fun, light, joke around with a friend, some kind of element of fun to make you relax. Yeah, I mean, that's how I am for matches. Just kind of joking around. Until, until Terry says you're on deck, then, then like, changes a little bit but you gotta keep it fun it's it, it, and they sport it's not like life or death we're fortunate for that but oh, yeah. you know it's not like gladiators or anything even though we say it's like a gladiator sport but yeah real fortune and i think that and that's that's one of those things that's also another one of those iowa philosophies that, that for me i always really liked it it really seemed like when anytime i heard gable or brands or any of those guys talk it was always this is life. Like it's building virtue for life. And that's, mm -hmm. I always hope that with wrestling mindset, what we were teaching was this is, this is um, using sports as a vehicle to build virtue. It's using wrestling as a way to build mental skills for your whole life. Remember seeing something on, on Tom Brands talking about how using these, um, the Adam dummies. And before he, I don't know if you read, if you ever saw that video, but he talks about like, you know, not letting a day go by without improving and always getting the next best thing and how he said that this is going to help in your in your family life your social life business career like it's mm -hmm. not it's not just iowa smash mouth robot wrestling and that's it i never got that sense from my iowa ever it was always a big picture and and that's that's what you apply to your entire life so that's my thought yeah well you know like the quote everyone should wrestle everything in life is easy yeah, uh, Tom always says that once you wrestle, everything in life is easier, easier because you know how to deal with everything, you know. So right. he's not like putting down the quote, but yeah. he's just in his mind that that's how he thinks. That's how he yeah. thinks. 
and you know he's a high level mindset man and he's not afraid to tell you what what's the right thing to do or what he thinks is the right thing to do you know no that's important like i said the the, the hawkeye mentality i watched i watched that video that you're referring to also there was one that he spoke about that on flow i watch that stuff all the time so in my mind that was I, Iowa Hawkeye wrestling is always like the foundation of everything that we tried to do with wrestling mindsets. So that's, mm-hmm. it, I, I love, I love all the things you guys are about. And honestly, the way, the way you compete, the way you carry yourself, like I said, it goes beyond, it goes beyond wrestling. It's not just a showboat. Look at me, look how great I am. It's no high quality person also, which, which to me is just huge. So that's, that's great stuff, Spencer. Yeah. You, how's everything going? Family doing well now? Yeah. Yeah. So far, so good. You know, we're surviving these crazy times. <laughs> it's nuts. Like, who would have predicted? It's just, you know, you never know. And this is, and this is where, like, wrestling would teach you, okay, adversity. Yeah. Find a way. Like, stay positive, mm-hmm. be resilient. And what's the opportunity here? And that's how I have to look at it for business, too. It's like, okay, I can't get out to coaches' conventions. I can't be speaking places live. So, okay, what's the next best thing? Hey, maybe Spencer Lee wants to talk. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty good consolation for us. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate yeah, it. Good, good stuff, brother. Yep, anytime, and you know, happy to help. And just um, yeah, stay safe. Keep doing what you're doing. All right. Yeah, I mean, that's the plan, right? Yeah, Next, yeah. Gotta stay, uh, stay, uh, not crazy, right? That's stable it. in these times. <laughs> that's it. You're preaching to the choir here. That's a good yeah. <laughs> that makes sense, right. So, yeah. Tell everyone that I always said hello. God bless you guys. All right. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. We'll see you. Yep. See ya. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.